I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. Welcome back to Sports Scene. Well, there's a little game that we're going to have live on Sunday featuring in the NFL, Philadelphia and New England. Dave Zangaro is going to join us now, NBC Sports Net in Philly. Dave, uh, welcome back. Uh, are, they, are they letting you in restaurants in Minnesota? <laughs> yeah, I haven't had any problems yet. <laughs> what was uh, yesterday like? Tell me about that circus. Yeah, I mean, it's always a circus uh, on media night. It, it's just kind of what you expect. Um, you know, but it, it's it's always a, a nice blend of the circus as, as well as some serious football questions. And, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of a, a fun atmosphere. The fans were there. Um, you know, a lot of Vikings fans, so the Eagles didn't get a, a great warm reception, uh, which I think was to be expected. But, yeah, it's, it's a fun experience. And, and I think that, you know, a lot of the guys who are first-timers, at the game really kind of tried to soak it all in and enjoy it. You know, it's funny to me because I, I get that the Eagles knocked Minnesota out, and I get that Minnesota could have been the first team to host a Super Bowl in their home stadium. But after all, Philly is an NFC team. That doesn't seem to matter to some people too much. Oh, no, they don't care at all. I mean, it's pretty clear that um, most of the, yeah, the Vikings fans are – pretty happy rooting against them in, in this game and, and that's okay the Eagles are used to people not kind of being on their side all year so they're going to just kind of roll with that punch you know a lot is made about Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and you know the coaches they have who may be departing I, I get that well what is the Eagles mindset coming in here Dave I mean I, I don't know that anybody thought they would be here you know when the season started what do you think the team's mindset is now going into this game yeah, I mean, it was, people didn't, but they did. And, and I think that's kind of been the key for them all season. Was that, And they kind of fed off of that. You know, whenever people thought that they couldn't do it, they had that much more motivation to do it. Uh, so they're confident. They're coming into this game confident, and they, they realize that it's it's a little daunting going against this team and, and these kind of larger-than-life characters. But I think they have the right mindset in that they're treating it as normally as, as they can for a game of this magnitude. And I think that should help them. I mean, I, they haven't let any moment get too big for them so far. Now this is a, a new kind of test, but we'll see if they're able to do it again. What kind of a coach is Doug Peterson? Um, he, he's, you know, the prototypical players coach. The guys absolutely love him, but he's more than that. This year he's shown he's a, he's kind of a true offensive mind and, uh, the one word I would use to sum him up as a play caller and as a coach is aggressive. I mean, he's he's not afraid. And, you know, it's so interesting because we saw the Jaguars in that AFC Championship game. They they looked timid. They looked like they were playing that game not to lose it instead of to win it. And that's not going to be Doug Peterson. I mean, he's, he's aggressive sometimes to the, the breaking point of it being a fault. Um, but that's him. I mean, he's going to go for it on fourth down. He's going to draw up a flea flicker in the biggest game of the year. I mean, he doesn't care. He, he's going to do whatever he thinks will get the win. He's going to be aggressive about it. And that kind of mindset is really rubbed off on his players. 
I got to ask you about one kid because he's a Gator here, and that's Trey Burton. You know, when he was here, the Gators had him play some quarterback, you know, some H back, some receiver. He's kind of settled in as a tight end. What kind of a job has he done there? Yeah, I mean, he's about to get paid. He's going to be a free agent after this season, and I think it's kind of unlikely that they'll be able to keep him because he's played so well. Um, yeah, but he, he's he, for a long time, I think, Trey kind of got caught in the jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none type area because he was so good at all these things, but he didn't have a, a true calling, and I think he's starting to find that. I think he, he's just, you know, he, he's going to end up being a really good pass-catching tight end. I don't know if he'll ever be an exceptional blocker, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, he's he has the ability to to make incredible plays as a tight end. He's one of the better pass catching tight ends I've seen uh, come through Philly. So I, he's he's done really well this year, and I expect him to get paid in the off season. And while I have you, you know, there's another Gator who's done really well this season, Jalen Watkins. Mm, yep. Kind of forgotten for a while, but I mean, he's. He had a really solid year. He offered the team a lot of depth. He plays, you know, he's played inside as the nickel corner outside. He's played safety before. He's played pretty much anywhere and everywhere they needed him to play. He's a big special teams contributor. So they have two Gators who have really kind of uh, made a loss of this team. Uh, i got to ask about Nick Foles. I mean, it just seems weird to me that he could win a Super Bowl and be a second stringer, but I guess that's – you know, what happens. How much has the team rallied around him? Yeah, they have. Um, but, you know, as as much as everyone else maybe didn't expect him to do this, the team had a lot of confidence in him. They were watching him at practice every day. And he's a, he's a good quarterback. He is. I mean, we've seen him be a pro bowler. We've seen him play at, a, at an exceptionally high level. So he was technically the backup, but they still viewed him as a starting caliber quarterback. And I think that's kind of the reason – why, you know, obviously it was a blow when Carson went down, but the whole team didn't think that everything was over at that point. They they thought that they had a chance to rally around who they believe is a pretty good quarterback, and that's exactly what they've done. Final question for you. Uh, if, in your view, if Philly wins this game, Dave, what what, what do they have to do to, to make that happen? Yeah, I mean, from, from my vantage point, it all starts with their defense, specifically their defensive line. Uh, they have to try to make Brady as uncomfortable as possible. And I think they have the ability to do that. You know, I actually talked to O.C. Manora last night, um, and he knows certainly something about that, that the two Super Bowls the Patriots have lost. I, I think a big reason for that was the defensive line play from the Giants getting after the quarterback, being able to, to get pressure on Brady without needing to blitz. And if the Eagles can do that, I think they give themselves a pretty decent shot. Well, enjoy it. Uh, should be terrific. On Let's hope that the game is good, whoever wins. But we appreciate, Dave, given the Eagles' point of view here today. Thanks for taking di- time, Dave. We appreciate you doing it. No problem. Thanks. You got it. Dave Zangaro covers the Philadelphia Eagles for NBC Sportsnet Philly.